Welcome back to Smiling Whiskey Podcast. Uh, I think I fucked up last time, put episode 34, then 34, then now we're on 36. <laughs> this is 37. Made it, made it there. Uh, this week, we have 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirits. What is this? I kept calling this 10th Mountain Man, but it is definitely not that. I think that's what 10th I call Mountain. It. Yeah, I think you, you got me. It's 10th Mountain. Uh, it's from Colorado. But anyways, before we get there, Pat, how are we doing this week? I'm hanging in. Uh, the fucking the love stomach it. bug has hit the house. Only <laughs> Lewis COVID, has made though, it so through okay. safely. <laughs> has he just dodged it completely? Completely. Love. Or he's just holding it in. No, want to tell no, him. he is fine. <laughs> you hold nothing. Man. There's nothing John. worse than waking up at the middle of the night to <laughs> from one of your kids. Yeah, it sounds rough. That's rough. John, I how you doing? I'm better than Pat's. So not too bad. <laughs> He's still working a hundred million days in a row. You're still well. You're still probably working on that first kid that that can get the stomach bug, right? My swimmers just won't take, you know. Yeah, when are we getting that kid update? We haven't had one in <laughs> 35 episodes. Has it been nine months? It just about. <laughs> it's been nine months. <laughs> Wait, was the was the long running joke that I had a kid or that no, she you're was pregnant? Gonna, you're gonna have one. Oh well, I you still always will. said still no kids. It's been it's been so long that you forgot the joke. <laughs> I'm still gonna have a kid. You just never know when. And so he says, Clint, how's the bowling alley? Oh, not it, yet, right? Yeah, not yet. It's fine. You ever thought part time job just oiling those babies up? That'd be great. That'd be fun. Clint just oils the lanes. You know that's a big thing in that's bowling. That's not what is. I thought he was gonna oil. Oh no! You know what? That's a big thing though. Is uh, commercial lanes are oiled terribly. Well, they're over oiled, and then competition lanes are super like methodical how they oil it do you guys know that no nope. that's your fun not whiskey fact today yeah commercial lanes they just coat the whole thing like crazy because it makes it way easier to bowl with canola way easier so clint you should just dump that bucket of oil and go bowling oh yeah you're right competition has patterns yeah. and i, I feel am, like you're not paying attention i, I, like, and I am an artiste the choir i am an he's artiste. like they do yep <laughs> Anyways, like I said, we're doing the Tenth Mountain Man whiskey. I it's <laughs> I, I feel that. like there needs to be a third word. Tenth Mountain mm, uh, whiskey say, and spirits company. You could say division. Is that in it? That is a, that is a real thing where people go to war. <laughs> yeah, no division. You know, I thought division was in the name, but it's not. Uh, you did. I, you did. I think you said it last episode. Yeah, we got Tenth Mountain. I said Tenth Mountain Man. You said Tenth Mountain Division. Neither are correct. So we should also specify this is Tenth Mountain Bourbon because there's a couple other options. Is there? I haven't looked too deep. Why don't you tell deep. us about it? Yeah, I know you did this one, so you can let me know how many. There All are. right, I'll educate a little bit. So our story starts. <laughs> The fog rolls in on a cold winter night. Now, now um, this is a Scotch story. <laughs> so this is actually named after, spoiler alert, the 10th Mountain Division, which was like a group of soldiers who trained um, about 22 miles west of Vale. What is now Vale? Vale wasn't there when they were there. What was um, there? It was just a mountain. <laughs> <laughs> At uh, Camp Hale. And they were training to fight in World War II um, in the Alps of, well, the mountains <laughs> in Italy. Is that where the Alps are? Aren't they the Swiss Alps? Swiss Alps. Yeah, but they, okay, well, hold on. Italy has divergence. yes, for World War okay. II purposes, yes. But does Italy have Alps? They have mountains. They have Do rocky they Alps, cliffs. Are Alps mountains? Yes, they're rock. 
Welcome to the now I'm going to beat your head with a rock. Smell my rock podcast. Let's talk about some topography. <laughs> Geology. All right. Well, then anyway, in January 1945, it all paid off because they were then deployed to Italy's Apennines Mountains, where they battled the German army, and they were there for about two and a half to three months. On May 2nd, 1945, Germany surrendered. USA, USA, USA. And then uh, <laughs> basically the 10th Mountain Division. Who's that one guy that listens to us in Germany is like, fuck you guys. <laughs> Who's that the- crazy Italian leader that... Uh- we also hated in World War Two. It's in history well, class. Mussolini? I just forget. Huh? Save that for our second podcast. Mussolini. Yeah, Mussolini. Oh yeah, he wasn't a nice guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but after the war, the Tenth Mountain Division soldiers came home and continued skiing as they do. And they actually, um, I think there's a recorded like 62 ski resorts that were founded and managed by former Tenth Mountain Division veterans. So that's kind of neat. But basically, this was a Kickstarter company that kind of wanted to take that cool mountains backstory and make a spirit out of it. That's neat. So, yeah. Wait, are they actually a Kickstarter company? That's what I read. Oh, that'd be wild. I don't know if it's a legit. Oh, I just found them on Kickstarter. Okay, I was going to say, I don't know if it was a legit. Oh, wait, no, I lied. That's a band. Let's try again. Let's try again. That's... 10th Mountain Division finished their third album. Nope, not them. Tenth. Oh, here they are. Found them. 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company launch party. Yes, they yep. did launch on Kickstarter. That is wild. Yeah. And they kind of had that embodiment of like, it's an extension of the mountain lifestyle. Uh, you kind of go out for like, regardless of the day, the weekend, a lifetime, whatever. It's that combination of living it fully every day. La, 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 la. Anyway. It's kind of cool. You're, you're describing this history, and all I have dancing in my head is a bunch of mountain guys running down or sliding down a slope with Tommy guns on both arms. <laughs> That's how we won the war. <laughs> so, and I actually chose this whiskey because my dad used to drink this all the time in the army, and he was in Alaska for a while doing kind of like mountain training. Well, that's cool. Yeah, so that's how I I've always wanted this. to visit Alaska. It seems it's like a, great a place. cool trip. We could... Oh, guys. Guys. <laughs> Field trip. Field trip. Is there any distilleries like in Alaska? That. I'm sure there's at least one. Is Alaska the place where the sun doesn't set in the winter or the sun doesn't rise in the winter? Doesn't rise. Yeah, yes. I don't want to go. I don't want to go there then. Well, we'll go in the summer. We'll go in the summer. Oh, good. And then the day is like <laughs> there for half, super long. Yeah. half the time. So Alaskan you, you Spirits Distillery, win. Anchorage Distillery, Skagwas Spirits Distillery. We got them. I'm just going to Google Alaska real quick. So uh, how much should we get this bourbon for? I think Clint said 60 or 65 after because we had to ship it. So yeah. it's a little more. I think it's usually 55 is what I saw. 52 to 57 is what I usually saw. Okay. It seems like 58 can be can happen, but the mid to low 50s is what I saw predominantly pop up. So I could tell you this mash bill is 75% corn, and it's only aged for six months, I believe I read. Yeah, I'm a little upset about that. Yeah. Not really, but... I mean, is that like the lowest, the so lowest what, or shortest? He, he, here's actually the thing I'm most upset about is the bottle is very... very. Someone does not have a steady hand, wrote one year. What? So 
<laughs> My guess is he goes six months. I'll round up. <laughs> Maybe you only, we only the policy is we only go in increments of one. So what the fuck? If they were smart, they'd just do increments of five. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I should say it's made in Colorado. I don't think I mentioned that, but I thought that was a given. Um, is that so price just due to really inflation in Colorado? Because holy crap. They don't say on their website how long it's made or distilled for, but I saw on other websites they were saying six months. Yeah, lots of people commented on the fact that it only sits in wood for six months. I guess if it's just saying it's a bourbon, not a straight bourbon. Straight bourbon is where you have to have at least two years. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, bourbon and ingredients only. You can buy a three liter whiskey barrel from this company and keep aging it. It's only a hundred bucks. Yeah, and and uh, you want to talk about gimmicks? Yep. Well, I can I can add on to a little bit about this. The I don't know if you're done talking about Tenth uh, Mountain. Yeah, I don't have really anything structured to talk about. Yeah. So the two founders, which I don't have their names pulled up, uh, they both have backgrounds in um, carpentry, and so they make their own barrels. They I, what is it called? It's called uh, coopering. Coopering. Yeah, yeah. Coopering. So they. And so they learned to cooper from their father, who cooper barrels. So they still make their own barrels today. Um, and yeah, so that part of that, they pass that through by allowing you to purchase barrels that you can keep aging it in, which is pretty, I thought it was pretty that's, neat. That's kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they do have tons of other spirits. They have a rye, a brandy, a potato vodka, a cordial, a moonshine, and a sherry cask finish rye. Never so, heard of a cordial. What is that? Um... It's wow, it looks fancy. Sage infused peach vanilla alpen glow cordial. You talked about cherry oh, cordial. cordial. Like I think no, it's you, called You a just pronounce cordial. it wrong, Clint. What? <laughs> I didn't want to correct you on the other episode. What, cordial cherries? Nope. I love me it's some cordial. cordial. Oh, Clint, they've got I think they've got something Clint would love to buy. They got potato vodka. This this looks like something Clint thought, would special thought, order, uh, and it would taste like butt. I thought vodka was always potatoes, <laughs> but I just like that it's called potato <laughs> vodka. Yeah. And the bo- the bottle looks bad. It, yeah, it's not the best. I'll tell you what though, if you go to their Kickstarter, they show the Tenth Mountain, uh, their their bourbon bottle, and it's a really nice squared off, almost Jack Daniels style, but more of a decanter. Like it's the features are more uh, 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 pronounced. Really cool, and I assume that's what their original bottle was going to look like. But now we've got the bottle we have now, which I'm not. At, I'm. It's kind of boring. Do you but have it with if you? you? Yeah. If you if you go to if you go to their Kickstarter, um, you can see their their I think original bottle, and it's real. It's really cool looking. It didn't look practical at all, but just in terms <laughs> of how much glass they had to use to make that. But I like their original design. Sherry cask rye sounds neat. I know we just got off a bunch of rye, but. I'm Just always, right I'm always ready for Rye, I guess. Are you talking about that thing I'm, that says I'm like 10th Goods right next to it on the picture? And they got the coaster and the flask in the picture? What? On the, on the Kickstarter page? Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I bet that's a, uh, a gift. Like something you can, like a decanter you could buy, or maybe it was like a special. No, like one of them, you donate at this tier, we'll give you one of these things. Uh, Possible. They don't that, sell it in their store currently, so I don't know. That is a cool. Uh, I see what you're looking at. It's like a decanter. Yeah. Yeah, but every, everything, like, if you go to their store page, everything they sell is, like, super generic with their label on it. Mm-hmm. You know, Copper Cup, their, their Drinking Buddy shirt, pretty classic. They got candles. I don't know. They just look like screen print, whatever. I mean. I mean, that's just a good looks... idea for a shirt. 
Yeah, it's fine. Uh, anyways, so let's move on. Let's talk about the whiskey in the bottle, not so much the whiskey in practice. Um, I think the the color is pretty good. Uh, it's a very deep amber, um, a more of a pleasant bourbon color, like we've talked about. Not, it's not uh, too light. I like I, it. I think it looks more corny, like it's lighter in color. Than... You think so? Yeah, I think it. I yeah, think if I it... hold it to the light, it it's almost see through. It it reminds me of like a monkey shoulder a bit, that color. Um, I think it's a little darker than that, but I guess I could, I could see where you're coming from. Hmm. Anyways, that's the boring part. Let's get to the fun part. You guys <laughs> want to talk about the nose? You guys want to talk about how this smells, Pat? Did you smell it? Nope. God. God. Pat. God. Lisa well, I, show. I, actually, you know what? I did when um. Oh, we were, we did. when we were all together, but and I couldn't put my finger on what it smelled like. So. Oh, good story, dude. So, sorry, guys. I actually made it worse. <laughs> Let me add this to the show notes. Pat didn't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> at least I'm here. I was, I was I this close to going. I'm going bad. to bed at 730 tonight. Dude, I took a nap right before this recording, not going to lie. <laughs> okay. So, John, what do you think? Uh, it's kind of, depending on how long you let it sit, it's kind of alcohol smelling. It's very woody, but it's not super refined if you smell it right out of the bottle. Afterwards, it just kind of—it's like a little honey, a little vanilla, and wood. Mm. See, I get blasted with that honey. Really? I think it is like raw, raw honey, and like a, like a cream, like a sweeter cream that okay. I think is more, more on the taste. But I think I get that, and I definitely get like a—it's definitely sweet. It's it's raw honey all day for me. There's a little wood in there, but man, and that and that I I can't comment that ethanol smell like that alcohol. At first, I didn't think that I was like, "Wow, this is great." And I even went right out of the bottle and was like, "Because when I poured a small glass, I was like, I can't really tell." So I went right into the bottle, and it didn't even hit me too hard. But after you let it sit for a few minutes, that ethanol smell really kicks out. Yeah. Um, but but I thought it was super sweet on the nose. Really good vibes of, of raw honey. I, I really like the smell of this. Um, yeah. First time around, I actually. I, I didn't know the age when you guys picked it up, but when you said six months, it kind of made sense because I thought I smelled corn and ethanol when it first came out. And then I, after I let it sit, I guess I was kind of the opposite of you, Max. After I let it sit, I was able to get a little bit more, and by that, I was thinking, I was thinking sugar. I, um, you say honey. I was thinking brown sugar. But I I got this weird note. Uh, uh, I thought it kind of reminded me of like a cured meat, like a cured ham. I saw someone uh, a couple places talk about it. They thought it was like a pepperoni. Oh, I, I can't, have read that. I yeah. can't get there, but I, I saw it and went, eh, maybe. Pepperoni I can understand. I can understand, but. I don't get I don't pepperoni. I, I think pepperoni spicy, but I think like a like a cured it like, was definitely a cure. They said they did say cured meat, and then a couple preference what they thought it was pepperoni. But I can't, I can't get that bridge. I think, I think the sweetness is overpowering for me. It kind of remember it being sweet. It thanks, Pat. Yeah, I w- I thought it was really sweet, and I thought either dark brown sugar. But when you say honey, now I just think of like honey baked spiral ham. Ooh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I could be on board with this. Clint, I'm a ship it. Let's take it. I'm all in on it. Honey <laughs> bake, honey bake ham. I'm sold. I could go for some honey ham. You want? No, me? you're I, sick. I, I you go home. I'm, 
I'm starving. You know, Pat's like, you ever watch a basketball game with someone who's like coaching from the couch through the TV? <laughs> this is Pat right now. Coach, I'm here to, I'm here to just I, cause I w- chaos. I wouldn't have said it tastes like honey ham. I would have said it tastes like this. Did you taste it? No. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I never played basketball in my life, but I sure know how to coach but a team. I know, I know how to take a three-pointer, half-court shot, no problem. Watch me throw a pigskin over those mountains. <laughs> over the 10 mountains. He went over 10 mountains. Oh shit! Yeah, I I can agree it, that 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 honey ham comment got me pretty good. I I can I can bridge that. The pepper I think just reading pepperoni threw me off on other what other people were talking about for sure. It feels like it has a. Was there any mention on the on the barrel, John, on what char level they used? It it's a it's a four uh, level four char. Do they actually say that on the bottle? Not on the bottle, but they say it. They say it on their. Uh, it was either on their website or I read it. I read it in an article about their okay. their, their barreling process. I can tell you, they don't tell you much about their own stuff, but because their website felt uh, like that. I think I was reading an independent review where they talked to the owners, gotcha. the current owners. It's going to say their website kind of left a lot to be desired for detail. Kind of sounds like a Kickstarter company. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Did you think the uh, sweetness went over to the palate? I think it it kind of completely enveloped the palate, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my I, I the honey was very present for me. Uh, kind of still brown sugar was in there. There's definitely this like sweet vanilla cream, like almost as a texture. And then I had this. I I felt like there's like this feeling of rock candy, like when you eat rock candy and you get like this weird this that super sweet deep taste from that. Or it makes your taste buds pucker up. I mean, it's like it's like when you dump a packet of granulated sugar in your mouth and it hits you real hard. Same deal when you throw that rock candy in there. But Cuts it you definitely, up a bit and now you're bleeding. It super gave me a yeah. throwback to rock candy, like sucking on a thing of rock, can- rock candy, 100%. It's super sweet on the mouth. I'm going to take that rock a long candy time ago. comment and go somewhere else with it. Yeah, you are. Um, Ham. No. Root no. beer. <laughs> what what I thought was that that the flavors here are sweet, like you all said, but I feel like they're very. Um, so for I some still reason, I want to say when I say I want to say brittle, like they're fragile, like they're not fully developed yet. So so that's my comment would be that they're they're very light in terms of yeah. I think that they could go. They're fleeting almost. They in that you know it's not like. Like I said, dumping a thing of granulated sugar in your mouth, it's there, it's hardcore, but this is like, it's that flavor and feeling, but it's like fleeting in terms of it could, it could be a, it could be gone in any minute. Yeah, and it is. And and yeah, that, that lightness carries through. I, I think it helps it a lot, because I think if it was too heavy with this amount of sweetness, it would blow your taste buds out of the water. It'd be really bad. I just you- felt like my first sip was thin, is what I'll say. Yeah, like- I agree. I'm on board. Yeah, I would okay. say a lot of it was thin, but I do like the creamy texture comment because it was it wasn't like oily or anything like a lot of the last couple have been, but this one was kind of velvety. Yeah, and I think I think the corn definitely comes through as well. It's more mm-hmm. of a front end thing for me. Uh there's there, there's definitely some in the mid body, but it definitely tapers off. Uh but I find that very present in this as well and it definitely shows its age. I think a lot of the thinness and the corn definitely shows the age of the bourbon. 
I was going to say, is, are these light notes simply because it's just not aged long enough? I'm kind of wondering that. Uh, it, it, from the start, which, you know, I kind of hot-taked it today, to be honest. I I had my first glass at, you know, around 6 o'clock. So um, I tried to sit with it a little before this podcast just to give me some time. But um, these are all pretty much fresh thoughts and... My fresh thought was this tasted young, and I felt like it did have a higher char level on the barrel, just based off of past experiences. Like, the flavors were different than something with, like, a level 3 char. I, I don't know. That That's just what I've been thinking through my head over the last couple hours. I feel like I, I've tasted the youngness. What was the uh, Balcones we had? The, the was it aged a, it was two a, years it was about i think it was nine months or something like that i'll find out was that their bourbon it was their single the pot still their american single malt gotcha so so i think that's a you know i had not issues with well i didn't like the fact that it was a pretty premium drink and they aged it hyper quick so but to their to their benefit, going back, they I think they did a much better job with their short aging process than this Tenth Mountain. I'm not saying I don't like either of them, but I think that the Texas Heat does a lot more for their whiskey than you know Colorado did. Yeah, that's probably true. I think this is definitely something where you can see you know some of those things we brought up early on months. about. It says 15 months. So, I mean, it's still significantly longer, but I think 15 months in Colorado versus 15 months in Texas. And like we talked about in the past, how they have to like in Texas, be very mindful of where they put their barrels because of humidity levels and heat through just the elevation of the warehouse. It can Mm -hmm. be substantial where in Colorado, it's probably not anywhere near as aggressive. And I think this is a really good job of showing those two differences in that. I thought the Balcones felt way more aged you know, not just looking at the nine month difference, it feels like a five, six year difference versus this. Was Did they make mention of where their distillery is located in Colorado? Is it actually up in the it's mountain in, or is it is it closer to like Utah desert type land or I guess I don't know geography. I don't know. Well, yeah, we'll tell you and you're going to be like, uh, <laughs> that sounds that. real to me. Uh Oh, here we go. OK, the distillery itself. It is a small batch distillery, 6,300 feet above sea level, nestled in Colorado Rocky Mountains. Yeah, Vail, Colorado and the Rocky Mountains. On Trail Cultural Road. That's a weird... That's I just thought of that. You know how uh, water boils at different temperature above mm-hmm. sea level? Yeah. Yep. I wonder if the evaporation rate happens differently above sea level, like up in the mountains. Probably. I'll tell you a fun thing I just learned. If you go to Google Maps and you look up 10th Mountain Whiskey, I was just there looking. They they show lift routes. Like if you take a lift yeah. up the mountains, they show them on Google Maps. That's wild. For the big boys, they do. Yeah, that's cool. Jeez, now I want to go visit and just ride these lifts. Not to actually Very ski cool. or snowboard. Just no, I have bad just knees. Just Th- three ACLs? I'm not allowed to do any of that. I can't even go on a trampoline. <laughs> well, no adult should be on a trampoline. That's just asking for trouble. It doesn't matter. It's illegal. They said it's, if I do it, I'll tear my dignified. leg knee again. 
<laughs> I got Wait, no there's problem skiing. Did you have you listened to the last thirty six episodes? You think there's dignity? Of an adult <laughs> on a trampoline. It can't go lower. Don't worry. I did, I did a front flip on the trampoline as an adult. You see that now? Now that that's dignity. And my <laughs> knees are intact. It's well, people like you that keep me in business. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways, let's move on to the finish. Um, I think that I think you definitely get a high amount of corn on the finish. I think the ethanol comes through, and I think the sweetness plateaus heavily, uh, which I find as a nice transition into that. But the problem is that that fall off is so steep that it feels like it's lacking. There is there is a tail that I enjoy. I think it's more of like a corn, wood, and ethanol taste. But And it's there for sure, but I think coming off that heavy sweetness, I think it's hard to focus on it unless you're paying attention. Um, but I find, it, I, find it, I find it really pleasing. I just wish that it didn't plateau so fast and just drop because it's a little disconnecting between the two parts. That was very well put. Yeah. I sat with this for a while, guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the way you described that. I'm not so much in on the wood right now. I kind of, I kind of feel like it's leaving me with a finish that a that a vodka would leave me with finish, and that really? it's just ethanol-y. Yeah, I mean, like I said, there's definitely an ethanol taste in there. Hmm. Like I, I'm not getting a lot of wood. I can see corn. I'm not getting like how I would normally describe wood. I guess I don't know how I'd describe wood. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely light <laughs> in terms of that. I think it's much more of an, a a corn and ethanol taste, um, but it, it's not heavy. It's it's still light. Um, I wouldn't say it's crisp, but it's definitely a fleeting taste. Well, we all know corn and ethanol makes it onto the six list, though. So that is true. Mm, at sixty dollars, though, mm, that's mm. a lot of corn and it's ethanol for four, sixty dollars. It's at fourteen dollars. It does that. Yeah, I so. uh, I don't have it put in as many elegant words as that but i did say it was short left something to be desired and i think it just goes back to the age of it like it's just it doesn't last very long like it's just i don't know yeah i almost feel like if thinking about it with clint's comment about the honey ham i think if in some way that could follow through into the finish i would really really love that i think that'd be a good transition off of the sweetness of the of the palate go to the salty and I think it would be really fun, but alas, it's it's just too light in the end. What if you had a mm. dash of salt? You'd probably break it. <laughs> hey, Pat, report. Unite, now you have a homework assignment. You will report back next week and let me know. Oh, I'll probably end up doing that tonight. Do it. Do, do it. it live. <laughs> yeah, do it right yeah, now. That's, that's there was an RA, I think it was before your time, Max, but he would put salt in What does in that mean? Beer. I'm older than you. No, yeah, but you weren't on staff before me. Uh, I was at Purdue before you. You weren't on staff before me. <laughs> okay. Okay, so I got some kosher salt. Yeah. Anyways, what's the point of your story, Pat? Salt and salt. He would salt his beers. Oh, okay. Oh, I've heard that <laughs> oh. before. Oh, I usually just insult my beers, but. Whoa. That's why you pour it in <laughs> your hands. <laughs> he is. He is the kosher salt. What's the little umbrella one where you get the whole fucking metal thing that flips out? He went. <laughs> Just tons of it. I'm blanking. That's why, I, I that's why you always Morton's. pour in your hand first. What? What Mor- is that? What is that Morton. brand? You said Morton. A uh, Morton kosher salt. Yeah. Yeah. Love me some Morton kosher salt. Morton's pretty good. 
Actually, the this is a pink Himalayan salt house. The salt there. brought yeah. out a lot more honey and killed the ham. This is the official smell my whiskey gimmick. <laughs> What's that? Clint Clint's got a stomach bug too now. <laughs> That's just poison. It's not a virus. So it got sweeter. It did. Which is interesting. Well, kinda. Salt accentuates the dominant flavors, so it actually makes sense. But yeah, there you go. Love it. Love it. Yep, I that's love being a smart Clint ass. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Clint's bits. Thanks thanks for coming. Clint's salty bits. Clint's salty bits. That's like uh what's that South Park episode with uh Chef's, Chef's chocolate, chocolate salty, salty balls? I had a friend yeah, get detention for saying that in high school. <laughs> Shouts to Mike we had if you listen. Song and everything. I remember that. You limewire that song back on dial up. Love it. Yeah, we got Clint's, oh Clint's salty balls. That's what's going on this time. <laughs> bowling balls. At least yeah, pay a little greasy. more on brand. Clint's salty ball bowling balls. <laughs> His greasy bowling balls. It, oh, God. It Oil actually up. turned from like a darker brown sugar or honey to a white sugar is what it did. So it got worse? It, it's, a, it's a lot sweeter with a lot less character. Hey, Clint, could you add a little milk to that and tell me how it tastes? Oh. <laughs> I already tried that. That didn't work out so well. That curdled in my tummy the next day. Throw up. <laughs> it was a brick of right cheese here. in his stomach the next day. And there was some weird stuff going on in the bathroom the next day on that one, okay. so I don't want to. We're going to move on now. Let's, 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 score this. let's score this thing. Hmm. How many, John, how many poops out of five do you give it? So, John is your family favorite. What do you think? What is your dad? What are you going to rate it for your dad? I'm going to rate it. Can you call a, him live on air and see what he would rate it? He's probably asleep, honestly. Wake him up. <laughs> one out of six. Yeah. Just wake him up and say one out of six. What is it? And he'll say, I, what the fuck? I'll ask him to rate it, and then I'll I'll say it on the next episode. Okay. But give him the spiel. I'm going to give it a... I'll give it a three. I don't care for the price. But because my dad likes it or used to like it, I doubt he does now. But because he used to drink it a lot, and I kind of like their story, the Kickstarter, the whole Mountain Division background. It's kind of cool. I'm a I'm gonna give it a three for that. And I also don't mind the taste. Like it's not unpleasant to drink. Unsalted. Uns- yeah, don't salt it. It's not unpleasant. The jury's out for John unsalted. We don't know yet. That's true. Maybe I like it more. Uh, I'll uh, I'll stay at a three. Uh, yeah, the price point does kind of suck, especially for how young this is and tastes. But I think for what it does, it actually has some good components of it that are worth trying. It's definitely not something you drain pour, and the price is way too costly to mix. I mean, if you're mixing this, you're doing it wrong, but... Um, yeah, I'd also say that the body of this, if you mixed it, you would just blow it up. Yeah. I don't think it'll stand up to anything. Yeah, you just I, I feel like three is a solid a solid number for this. It is, it is probably as close to an existential three as we could have on this podcast, to be honest. <laughs> an existential I don't know what that means, but I'll drink to that. <laughs> yeah. I like it. I was making Aliens words. As well. I was making up words. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go on the lower end. I'm gonna say it's a two. Um, I think it echoes a lot of the things I said about Balcones. Uh, I, I'm not a fan of the age of it for the price. Um, I'm not saying they're phoning it in, but I think that you know if they took their time, they might be able to do something a lot more wonderful with this. I like what's going on in general. I think the age is holding it back. 
in terms of how light it is. Now, a lot of it's going to come down, obviously, to the cask and, and what they're putting in it. But I think that since they control both parts of that, they, they could do something a lot better, I think, at this price point. Um, it looks like their rye, when I looked it up, was sitting in the <laughs> mid-40s on price. Huh. And that's still aged. It looked like that was aged six months as well. It was hard to tell. A lot of people talk about their whiskey and not their rye. So it's harder to to understand where that's coming from if it was just pulling stuff that, that isn't actually what you're looking for. Um, I'd like to try that at that price point if that's what it actually was and see where they're going with it. But I, I think at this age, this price and the lightness in general and showing its age so much... In fact, I wish I had my my score for Balcones because I <coughs> want to say I gave it a one. I think you did. You were real because, upset. Because yeah, and I, I would say that if we could go back, I'd swap the two. Hmm. I'd I'd put Balcones over this for sure. But can't they also both <coughs> just be bad? Yeah, I mean they both can. I, I if I have a choice between the two, it's I mean, it's, and I, Balcones was cheaper than sixty, wasn't it? it wasn't like forty five or something. Fifty? No, I thought we were in the sixties. Yeah. Were we? Were we up there too? Yeah. Oh, uh, you know what? I think you're right for that single that single pot. Yeah, I think it was six, right around sixty. So I think we're sitting at, and it might even be the mid fifty fives. It might be right there with with Ten Mountain. Um, for my money, though, if I have to buy one of the two at that age, all day it's Balcones. I think they're doing a lot better. They have a lot better products, and I think their location helps them out. Um. You know, but same deal. It's kind of like New Riff. They've got a good story with like them working at the the uh, Ground Zero and all that kind of stuff. Same with them, Tenth Mountain, the Tenth Mountain Division, which is they like have a hundred and something platoons now at this point. Uh, super cool. You know, it's still active today. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a real cool heritage. It's a real cool thing to build on. Uh, I don't know. I didn't see. I don't think the founders though were part of the Tenth Mountain Division. I don't think so. So and that's kind of where I'd give the edge to something like New Riff, where they were part of, you know, what they were involved in. Are you, so, are you, you mean Horse Soldier? Riff, sorry, Horse Soldier. Yeah, I didn't yeah, mean a New, Riff, New Riff. didn't do nothing for the military. Yes, Horse Soldier. <laughs> Horse Soldier was comprised of people that were part of Ground Zero, or, uh, Ground Zero, you know, served and then came back and made this company, where I think this was, they had a good idea, good intentions. I still like it. I just, for my money, this... Not gonna be there. Oh shit, so, guys! I give it a two though. I getting, like the flavor, I like the taste. This is getting oh, saltier as it sits. <laughs> Clint, stop it's adding get, salt. Uh, not <laughs> adding. It's supposed just, to be just a just, dash, man. It hadn't fully dissolved of what I added. I only added like three or four kernels <laughs> of salt, and now it's finally dissolved all the way in it. It got super salty. Ugh. Mistake. So mistakes were made. Be with a uh, a a seasoned tenth mountain. <laughs> seasoned. I mean, I don't even know what salt encrusted. What's it? What's an extra existential salted tenth? It's mountain? actually a six. It tastes like popcorn. Gosh, it's like a a burnt salted sugar now. Oh my goodness. Ugh. Okay, so let's talk. Let's let's move on. John's a three. Clint's a three. I'm a two. I feel like I'm on the edge and want to give it a one, but I'm going to stick it a two. Uh, Pat, you'll give us your score next week. Yeah, I'm not. Okay, John, your dad will give us his score next week. That's right. <laughs> he's gonna, you're gonna go give it to him again, and he's gonna be like, "This fucking sucks." Yeah, <laughs> I never drank this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just gonna pour it. I was like, I never. That's just a lie, shit. son. That's a one. <laughs> you know, that's interesting uh, though. Is uh, for some reason this seems 
like a newer distillery and you said your dad used to drink it all the time like he how said many he years used to drink ago was back that in the day oh god that would have been at least 30 years ago if i had to guess i mean it seems like their kickstarter was to was to grow the business in terms of they already had a because pro- when they when i looked it up it looked like they already had a product so it's not like maybe it might they have just were, been a growth strategy maybe I don't know they if were it was going for distribution a, like maybe yeah, they exactly. were. I think it was growth. Maybe they were stuck in not having distribution in the mountain, and they used the Kickstarter to actually distribute to the other yeah. states. What's weird is they don't say when they actually started on their website. Let me look up the. I'll check his LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah, let me him. see this. Uh... Well, the founder said he started it at October 2013 and went to Moonshine University. Wait, hey, if if any if anybody that listens wants to go to Moonshine University, you can just send me a check for two thousand dollars. Oh man, that's classic uh, putting Moonshine University. Take you to Moonshine University. I'll have to clarify with my dad, but I he I was like, "What did you drink back in the day?" He's like, "Tenth Mountain whiskey." I was like, "Okay." What if What if he just lied to you? That (laughs) would be so funny. He just googled shit. He's like, "Tenth Mountain." I love it. Now I'm curious. You need to get him on the phone right now. Dad? <laughs> Dad, we got to sort this out. I'm getting fact-checked on my own show. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone found a date when this actually first like came out? No, just the founder's LinkedIn said 2013 was when he started is that working Ryan, Is there. that Ryan Thompson? Yeah. Oh, yep. I, I went to... I looked up 10 Mountain Bourbon Founded. It's number two link, Ryan Thompson. <laughs> uh, okay. A Wikipedia page. Stay That'll tuned, folks. We got a big episode next week. What is next week? Fact check 10th Mountain. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Shit on 10th Mountain episode. No, we won't do that. that was, you said your dad uh, was in Alaska for that? He said he drank it back in his army days, and he's mostly in Alaska for his army days. But he was also in I Germany. I have some Alaska facts if we have to fill some more time before we close. Oh, do you? You went, you went hard on Alaska, didn't you? You said, oh, Alaska? I could go. I could look into that. <laughs> I had nothing else to do while you guys were talking. Pat, Pat already bought tickets. All right. Quick quick quiz question. What is the uh, per capita rate ranking of Alaska for murders in 1985? It's really high. It's I'm high. Sure. Because there's just so little people. One murder is like 1,000%. It was third. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. In 2008, exactly. there were 27 murders and 445 rapes. Oh, In Jesus. 2019, there were 70 murders. Oh, that's not good. And 1,101 rapes. Oh. And a lot of property crimes. So, yeah. I think and a notable skirts. pre-statehood criminal is Soapy Smith, who died in 1898 in the shootout on Juneau Wharf. Nice. And that's your Alaska facts. Fun, fun. Man, I'm still looking for the start date of this thing, and they are really Anyways, keeping it secret. <laughs> Guys, there is a Moonshine University. What the fuck? Oh, we're all going to attend. I hope it's free. I am sending this to you guys. Do we need to do a bottle review or nah? Um, so we can. It's pretty easy. I said, do we need to? We do. <laughs> we do because it's it's easy, and we do. It is... Uh, you go online and look for whiskey bottles and you order 5,000 and you use them to bottle your whiskey. They're just super generic, vinyl printed. Nothing wrong with them. They're good quality. Nothing right with them uh, either. But there's, yeah, that's actually exactly what it is. Nothing wrong, but there's nothing right. <laughs> um, it's, it's pretty boring. It's, oh my goodness. And it's, it's all synthetic cork. All, all good. All, all good. All bad. 
nothing amazing. It's clean though, in general. Uh, but I wouldn't put it on a top six list for the bottles. I'm going to Moonshine University. Love it. Anyways, next week we're doing Aiton Sand Whiskey. Uh, fun fact to think about next week, Aiton Sand, I'm not sure why they did trains. I'm sure we're going to talk about it. Uh, but it's used to wish train crews a quick and safe journey because eight was the highest speed, the eighth notch, and they use sand to uh, get extra traction on the train. So we'll dig into that next week. Eight and sand whiskey. Is it whiskey? Yeah, bourbon? I don't know. We'll get there next <laughs> week. We'll figure it out. Next week is eight and sand. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Smile Whiskey with an E. Email us, smilewhiskey at gmail.com. Uh, Pat shaved his beard, so he's short beard Florida man for No, it's Diet Dr. Beard Oil. It's That's real. That's true. He got a new he got a new Instagram, Diet Dr. Beard Oil. <laughs> I got one post. It's really fucking good. Uh, Cruising along. John, John's on YouTube looking up surgery still. So I, this way, I, every time we're recording, I look at his face, and it looks like he's just watching videos of how to rec- how to do surgery. And if you tell. if you know in Tenth Mountain Whiskey's first batch was made, you let me know. Yeah, yeah. Send it in. Let us know that it was made in 2014, and John's dad didn't know what the <laughs> fuck he's talking about. <laughs> Put him on blast. Oh, fact check. I'm gonna meet John's dad one day, and he's gonna be like, "So you're the asshole that called me out?" And I'm like, uh, Actually, it was Clint. Yeah, it was Clint who called him out. <laughs> Originally, yeah. Let's go to the OG. Oh, I called him out politely. I just asked a question. <laughs> Max uh, went full bore and like, "You're a liar." <laughs> <laughs> our, our website or our, our episodes getting all sorts of tags on it for misinformation now. It's all explicit and spreading lies. Let's just say some COVID facts too and really just get Back, The vaccine is a microchip. <laughs> Clint, you're still at the bowling alley. We love it. We hate it. You'll be there in September, right? October? January. This is almost uh, getting worse September. than my Christmas pit. September. <laughs> September ish. There's 145 days till Christmas, right? Uh, it's less than that because I text him 142, 144. What did I text you? <laughs> How many days till I Hanukkah? Know. I don't fucking know. I'll find out. See you next week. <laughs> Play the music. Any, don't go to Alaska. Anyway, You'll get murdered. Anyways, we're just 40 trying to be whiskey. We'll Try not to get murdered week. in Alaska. See you next week. <laughs> and please email me the start date of this company. <laughs> Bye, Craig. Cheers. Oh, you face, man. Oh,